This is the Butterfly Effect Podcast, and I'm Ashlyn Newlove, tackling everything from fitness, nutrition, business, life, ice cream cones, and everything else in between to help inspire people to make one change that causes their ripple effect. You're listening to the Butterfly Effect Podcast, episode number 14. It's true. I've been MIA, and if any of you listen to me that don't know me personally and were concerned, I'm alive. But I have a feeling that most of my listeners are from Saskatchewan anyways, and either follow me on Instagram and just saw my post office shenanigans today, so you know that I'm alive, or maybe you're a family member of mine or something like that, so you probably weren't wondering anyways. Uh, The truth is I actually just made a large investment in my business, and uh, yeah, just to help get my name out there and get into more people's lives, and it totally paid off, but that is what I've been doing. I have been able to, you know, help more people over the last few months than I ever had before. So I'm super stoked about that. But that meant I had to prioritize some things differently. And I ended up putting the podcast at the bottom of the pile. But I'm sure you guys can understand that. And I'm back, which is the most important thing. So don't go thinking that I deserted you. This episode of the Butterfly Effect podcast isn't really brought to you by anyone other than myself. If you hate receiving deals, then you can probably just fast forward through the next 20 seconds or so. But if you love saving money, the following places have hashtag savings for you. To save money on skincare, supported and promoted by athletes, visit atheaskin.com and use promo code SWEATEFFECT15 to save 15% off your purchase. If you're in need of a reusable straw to carry around in your purse, you can receive 25% off at your purchase at laststrawcanada.ca by using promo code SWEATEFFECT25. Pastry Athletics has cute activewear and donates proceeds to local dog rescues. You can receive 10% off your order with promo code ASHLAN10 from pastryathleticapparel.com. And if you need good, quality, trendy earbuds or headphones, visit studio.com and use promo code SWEATEFFECT15 to receive 15% off your purchase. Welcome to episode number 14. So for those of you who don't know who I am, I'm a fitness and nutrition coach helping people have fun, keep fit, and reach their goals while they're at it with my online program, The Sweat Effect. I turn to the listeners and ask them to help me out with this episode. I wanted to know what their burning questions were, and I'm here to answer them. Most of them were nutrition-related, but there were some business and even kind of just life-related ones, so I'm super excited just to dig right into these and, uh, yeah, get answering the questions that you guys want to know the answers to. So, uh, the first one is, on the days you aren't tracking macros, what are some tips that you use to keep yourself on track and accountable? Yes, it's true. I do not track every day. I have been tracking every day and uh, being a little bit more conscientious of it just because I have an upcoming competition happening. And really all that's happening there is I want to make sure that I'm fueled and recovered properly for it. But on other days, um, yeah, what it kind of looks like is prioritizing protein. Everyone's going to think, lame. I was just talking about this the other day, actually, on my Instagram story. And It's so funny because a million fad diets and everything out there and everyone's like, ooh, fat will make you fat. And then 
there's others that fat won't make you fat, but carbs will make you fat. But everybody knows that protein's good for them. But it's the one food group that nobody ever eats them m- enough of. So I don't really know why that is. People are always willing to, you know, think the others are bad for them and cut them. But they always know that they need to eat protein, but then never admit to eating enough of it. So that's number one. Uh, prioritize. I prioritize lean protein at every meal. And I don't love vegetables, but I'll try to make some choices with some vegetables in them because veggies have fiber in them and fiber and protein help keep you feeling fuller longer. You're probably thinking, this is so boring. This is just like nutrition 101. And yeah, it's not very exciting. I can admit that. But it still you'll still feel good and you won't be bloated and gross feeling. And I guess it's just about making the best choice available to you. So um, even if it's like a special event or I'm traveling or something like that, I don't say no to things either. Um, I just make a better choice about it. So say we're traveling and this winter was a perfect example. I had treats quite often, whether it's ice cream or baked goods or something, but it wasn't, it was either not every day or if it was like I would split something with Curtis or you know, something like that, or maybe take something home and eat the rest, you know, another day or whatever. But I never take, you know, not tracking as an excuse to go crazy on things either. I'm also not saying that people need to track every day. Um, Yeah, I had my own weight loss journey. And if this is not the first podcast of mine you've listened to, then you know that already. But Um, I just feel like I have to be a little bit more careful, I guess, than others. I spent a lot of years uh, building up poor habits that kind of got me into the position that I was in. So now I have to really make a conscious effort to make good choices and, you know, spend years creating good habits that'll, you know, overshadow those. And don't get me wrong, I really feel like I've broken any bad habits that I've gotten, but I think it's a bad habit that people get into believing that if they are on vacation or something like that, that they just get to treat themselves and whatever. But I've been on vacation before in Mexico at all inclusives and drank a million of those pina coladas from the swim up bar and eaten at the buffet until I was sick and then came home seven pounds heavier. And man, did I feel yucky when I stepped on that scale. Like I, I know it's, wasn't all fat or whatever, but um, I just didn't feel like it was worth the choices that I made. And I'm more educated now about things like that. That was my like early, early 20s. So I chalk it up to, you know, not knowing any better, but it's not a feeling that I like to do. So yeah, I feel like I have to be very conscious of the choices that I make. And I don't know, I just, I don't, sit there and live for a cheat day or whatever I just try to work in little treats into my day when you know I work something into my day every day to keep me feeling satisfied with that so there's never a day where I feel like I need to like go out and binge so hard because it's like if I want pizza then I'll just make myself a like a little pizza at home or even if I want to go out for pizza you know I wouldn't eat half of the pizza like I used to I would make better choices than I did so yeah it's all it's just all about making 
the best choice available to you. And uh, whether that's, you know, maybe you're a beer drinker and you choose, you know, a low calorie mix with hard alcohol instead or things like that. But liquid calories add up and yeah, you might agree with me or you might not, but I just know what works for me. And I've worked with hundreds of people now that they've realized too. I mean, yeah, it's either you do it and you have to be okay with the results that come from it or you try to, you know, really you still enjoy yourself, but you just make better choices. You don't give yourself a license to eat and drink whatever you want. So that's what I do when I'm not tracking. Um, I also just know now, like it's a practice habit, like intuitive eating or mindful eating is a practice habit. I'm actually just in the process. Well, I am making an intuitive eating self-study guide for my clients uh, that do my 12-week program. That's part of the perks of it. And yeah, it's just about, we're going to be practicing some things so we just know how to fuel ourselves because it's hard to know. And we have to first get into the habit of just making healthier choices first, bottom line. And uh, then once we're at where we need to be, now we need to start practicing intuitively eating and getting away from tracking and weighing and measuring and things like that. So um, yeah, long story short, make the best choices available to you. Prioritize protein, eat some fruits and veggies, still have some fun stuff. I think that's pretty balanced anyways. I like to think it's okay. Um, The next question is, speaking of balance, how do you find balance between it all? And I'm going to assume, because they weren't very specific in the question, um, that they mean balance between nutrition, fitness, business, life, you know, kind of all those types of things. Um, how do I'm very organized. That is my one thing. I live by my day planner and I freaking love it. And by day planner, I mean, yes, a handwritten day planner and I write everything down. So everything from walking the dogs to getting the mail, even though you're like, Oh, if you're walking the dogs, aren't you getting the mail? Yes. One in the same, but I wrote, write them both down. Um, I write down, you know, my time that I'm going to spend in the gym. I write down, you know, days that I'm trying out new recipes for like the Facebook page and the blog and the Pinterest page and things like that. Everything gets written down. One, I would forget about it. I think that I have kind of a bad memory. Uh, And two, if I don't, then that's where the mindlessness of like day-to-day stuff takes over. And it's so funny because everyone's like, I'm so busy, I'm so busy, I'm so busy. But I had at least 30 minutes to spend, you know, scrolling social media. And it's like, I get it. Like, you like scrolling social media, and that is totally fine. But just, like, stop throwing around the word busy then. Like, if you had 30 minutes to do that, you have 30 minutes to do something else. So I make sure the things get physically checked off my list because that makes me feel good about them. And yeah, then whatever else I fit in is all up to me, whether it's, yeah, fun stuff on the lake or, I don't know, 
enjoying time with friends and family and things like that. But even even time with friends, like it gets put into the planner. I love planning and organizing things. You guys probably think like, ooh, she sounds like she's a super fun time. But if you've ever been with me or <laughs> on vacation with me, I actually have a very good time. So mm, on you. Um, but yeah, that is, that's how I balance it. And I had to make things a priority, right? Like there's days where I do not scroll social media and not that I don't love and appreciate everyone on there, but it's like, it's not at the top of my priority list. Like I have to get my workout in. I have to, you know, make sure I eat. If there's one thing, you know, when people are like, I got too busy. I couldn't eat. Yeah, it's true. That'll happen. Even working from home. But then I'm just like this hangry ass bear. So I just rely on friggin' protein bars then. I'm just like quickly grabbing something out of the cupboard so I can move on to the next thing. So yeah, it's making sure that um, I'm eating enough and it's making sure. And you're like, oh, I thought you had your own weight loss journey. How could you not eat enough? Well, right now (laughs) I feel like I'm eating so much in preparation for this competition to make sure that, you know, like I said, everything is going to be fueled and recovered well while I'm there. So yeah, eating right now is on the priority list. But for me, you guys always know that nutrition is at the top of my priority list. And guess what? I'm not in a profession where I get the, you know, liberty to just fall off track completely with things because I am supposed to be here to be setting a good example for my clients. And not only that, like I, I like the progress and I like the way that I feel when I prioritize my fitness and nutrition and things like that. But literally for my job, who would listen to me if I'm trying to give them fitness and nutrition advice, if I'm not doing it myself? So, and I am a, I'm a 100% believer in that, that you could be the best nutrition coach, but if you're not actually practicing good nutrition or yeah setting yourself up as an example in your client's eyes then how are they ever going to follow or stick through with the things that they want to do so I balance things because yeah I have to and also I don't have kids and kids I know how hard all of you parents work uh, trying to fit that stuff in so you know when I'm out I don't know walking my dogs or whatever, maybe that's something that, you know, maybe you don't have a dog because you don't have time for them because you have kids and they need to go to their activities and things like that. But yeah, I've worked with people who have, like, even when I was coaching CrossFit, they had five kids. I, and we all know about my client who was such a success story, helps run um, a business with, you know, her husband and friends as well as has five kids and can make her you know fitness and nutrition a priority too it just depends what you want to make a priority so that's the biggest thing with balance and yeah it's true sometimes I don't always get to do like the fun stuff but I feel like I'm setting myself up now for those times where I do so then we do get to travel sometimes so if there's times where I need to work in the summertime and not be out on the boat and I can literally literally see boats passing by our house every three minutes is just like it's fine because I'll get my time too nothing is owed to me in fact I probably had too many times in the past where 
I did a lot of nothing when I should have been doing something, and now I gotta make up for things like that. So, I it's all what you want out of it. And another thing is, like, I like what I do. So, it's not that I don't know. It's not like I hate having to do the work that I do, or it's not like I have to schedule things in because I dislike doing them either. I enjoy it, or I enjoy the results that by doing those things they get. So I guess that's what I think about balance and how you get it all in. And you know what? Like I was out of shape when I started CrossFit too. So it's not like fitness was a habit for me. I made it a habit. And there are still times where I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to do this. You know, it's minus 40 outside and I'm working out by myself in the garage in the middle of friggin' nowhere in Saskatchewan and I'm not digging it right now. And I always know by doing something, I always feel better than doing when I don't do anything. It's that whole more than nothing thing. And um, I saw, I don't know if it was a games athlete or nutrition coach or somebody, um, an influencer of some sort on Instagram talking about it. But yeah, it's just something is better than nothing. And what am I going to do? Like sit on the couch and watch Netflix. I can hit a little workout in my living room and feel, you know, good that I got my heart rate up and a little bit sweaty. And yeah, is that what I'm training for something specifically? No, definitely not. And yeah, if you've read one of my recent posts, it's all about the difference between training and working out and doing a little something in my living room isn't going to prepare me for anything that an upcoming competition is going to throw at me. But when I'm not, oh my God, fitness for just your health is amazing. I love it so much and I do find it so much fun. Um, it's not honing in on skills or anything like that. And I love if I get the opportunity to just work out with people. I realized I took that for granted in the past and I'm never going to take that for granted again. I love working out with other humans. So um, if I ever get the chance to do that, I'm like in like Flynn. But yeah, again, I had to make it a habit and something that I do on the regular and something that I would never think about giving up. That's my, you know, compared to brushing your teeth, right? You wouldn't consider giving up brushing your teeth because you know what the negative side effects of that would be. It's the same of not doing any exercise it's like, well, I didn't work out for a week. It's like, well, would you not brush your teeth for a week? You might feel differently than I do on this subject, but I think it's the same thing, right? You stop working out, it's going to have negative effects, impact on your health. That's the main thing. Like, it's not about body composition. It's not about anything other than good heart health and you know, fending off and being in your best health um, and fending off those big diseases as best you can. Yeah, and being most prepared for elderly life. I did a consult with someone recently, actually, and it was the first one that I have, first person I've met with that said that they just want to be the healthiest version of themselves when they get old. And they had recently, you know, um, seen a, a family member go through some poor health and they really believed that if they were in better shape going into it, it wouldn't have been as bad. And they want to put themselves 
in a position where they're in leading their healthiest, longest lives. And I was like, oh my God, yes, I love that so much. I was so glad that you said that. I This person's going to listen and they're going to laugh um, because I said this, that exact thing, thing to her. I was like, that's amazing. Like if everybody could look into the future and be like, the changes that I can make now are going to affect my future health. I I did meet with, uh, do a consult with someone else who said that they just want to do it for their kids and be the best example for their kids. I've had a few people say that, but um, they want to be around for the longest that they can for their children. And it's, you know, incredible when people kind of take that step back and look at their future selves because, you know, you might look at me on Instagram and think that the photos I post are, you know, I'm just into fitness and nutrition to look good. And no, but am I proud of the work that I've put in? Yes. If yes, I am proud and I'm proud of the fact that, you know, I'm going to be kicking it as hard as I can when I'm 80 And I feel like I'm setting myself up for the longest success. And if I could, you know, say that to some of my friends or I'm like, I would never, I would never say it's because it's none of my damn business, but just like, I want you to be my friend forever. And I love you so much that I want to see you as healthy as your kids want to see you. And I value our friendship so much that if there's one thing I could ask you, it's please take care of your health. And it doesn't matter about looking good in a bathing suit. But for the future of it, if you could sit back, you know, in 30 years and reflect on this conversation and be like this, that was the game changer for for me. That was my TSN turning point. Then I would love it. And yeah. So like I said, as much as it's not about how you look, it's more about how we're feeling and all of that. But I am proud and I don't make any apologies for taking care of my health and being proud of the way that, you know, I look and the example that I set for people about being a healthy individual. So I don't know, like, you know, people either love me or hate me, that type of thing. Like I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I know that. But if they think that you know, I'm just out there, you know, flaunting whatever. That's not the case. You don't know me that well. I actually do really care about health. And um, by taking care of mine, I just happen to look the way that I look. I don't train any body parts specifically. I do eat well. And I'm proud of that fact. But yeah, it's, it's just kind of what you get when you are healthy you look a certain way too. So I don't apologize for any of that either. But I hope if you're on your own health journey that you don't apologize to anybody either. And uh, sometimes people go through this phase where they're like, oh, I feel like I'm annoying people on social media because I'm posting. And it's like, you know what? If that's what's holding you accountable or making, you know, help you follow your path and reach your goals, then whatever man like you do you and if they're annoyed they'll just unfollow you and you're like oh but I you know like I would feel bad or it might hurt my feelings and it's like 
you know what'll hurt your feelings even more when you have a bad bout of poor health to deal with in the future and guess what you won't give a shit who unfollowed you on social media so it's all about perspective and priorities and balance so that is my long answer to how do I balance it all okay this is a good one because I actually am preparing for an upcoming CrossFit competition how do you prepare for a CrossFit competition uh that's a very big question because I'm not sh- sure if they're talking specifically fitness or nutrition or what I'm taking with me, but I guess we'll go into it. Um, being fueled properly. I know I talked about that. I need to make sure, yeah, fueled and recovering properly. I, this is uh, the competition I'm going to is an outdoor competition in July in Coquitlam. Um, so I feel I have a feeling it's going to be quite hot. It's a three-day competition. I generally mostly only do one or two-day competitions, so that's also different. Um, you need to be sleeping well. You need to be, you know, doing all your active recovery, foam rolling. Um, I've got, we've got, Curtis loves mobility and everything to do with it and recovery. So we've got like literally every recovery tool you could ever think of here. We've got a jigsaw massage head head jigsaw massage head that's what I was supposed to say Jeez, um we've got one of those like muscle stim machines it's just an amazon special we've got lacrosse balls foam rollers bands like like the heavy bands the activation bands the uh what else is in like we subscribe to mobility movement and Romwad and um, <laughs> like every other program for stretching there is out there. So yeah, it's maximizing those types of things. Um, and then also making sure, yeah, so it's eating carbs around your events. Carbs are, you know, what makes you feel less crappy and gives you the gas in the tank for your next event. So uh, focusing carbs around my events Um, I even boost my carbs up even more. So I'll probably be eating over 300 grams of carbs every day when I'm there. And um, yeah, then it it was like in preparation for this, when I had amped up my training, it was making sure that I was eating enough. And I guess once we're on the top, since we're on the topic of training, it is, are you following an effective program? We follow comp train. Not that there aren't a lot of really great programs out there it just happens to be the one that um we follow but oh man i i love what a lot of people are offering like i think like obt is a great program and decacomp has a great program and ham planned and so on and so on and so on but i just do know that the program that i'm following is done by someone who knows something about programming and i do not program for myself because it would be super ineffective and I would end up not following, you know, the CrossFit protocol of, you know, different pulling and pushing. So I would overuse muscles if I was trying to program for myself and things, I would injure myself because things would get overused and I would be not training different time domains correctly or different movements and blah, 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 blah. So that is why. So effective programming, good nutrition. And then when it comes to competition, 
how do I prepare for it? I don't know. I pack a shit ton of stuff. I pack all those mobility things. You know, I've got, I learned my lesson about not only taking one pair of shoes. Uh, last, one of the competitions I was in last year, I ended up having to run seven kilometers in the pouring rain in the only pair of shoes that I took. And you're thinking, isn't that like one of the first things that you do is make sure that you, you know, have a second pair of shoes or whatever. Yeah, it was really dumb. But thankfully, there was somebody at the competition selling uh, good like Reebok shoes that I could purchase and wear because mine were soaked and I didn't have anywhere to dry them or anything at. So yeah, making sure you've got that. When I get to Vancouver, um, my friend's going to pick me up and we're going to go to the grocery store. So that's like making sure I've got all my food. I will take some things with me, uh, some of the things that I need to buy at Popeye's. So my protein bars and, um, you know, if there was any pre-workout that I needed or I don't know. Um, that My main thing would be like, if I could, my favorite thing right now are the amino energy drinks. Um, it's just a caffeinated drink and I just feel like they're better for you than things like monsters and things like that shouldn't even tell you guys this because they're so delicious and now you're gonna go buy them all out of Popeyes and I'm gonna go in there and they're not gonna have any but uh, Popeyes is awesome and yeah they carry them there amino energy they're these little canned oh because I love cold bubbly caffeinated drinks so they're perfect I think they have maybe I don't know 100 milligrams of caffeine in them so I was drinking them just as a little pick-me-up before a workout um yeah I love those but for this competition, I'm probably going to do some good old pre-workout before my... And don't try out pre-workout for the first time at a competition. Make sure you've tried it before. You don't want to try some and then like think that you're going to scratch your skin off or something because um, some of the different ingredients that they'll put in pre-workouts can make you feel like you've got crawly skin or what if it upset your stomach and like you got the shits or something right before your event? You don't want that to happen when you're already nervous as it is. So if you're trying a new pre-workout, try it out in training beforehand. Um, yeah, and then other than that, groceries when I get there, get hooked up with where I'm staying. And um, I always take like my sleep mask with me and my earplugs because it's important to have a good sleep and like headphones and things like that. So as far as like competition day, uh, you know, making sure you're warmed up. And I know people let this one lax uh, if they don't do competitions very often. They'll go out there. They'll be one under fueled. They're like, I'm too nervous to eat all day and then they don't eat and then they totally bonk during the competition and what bonking is is when you don't have enough gas in the tank and you're slow right down in your workout and you feel like you're moving through mud because you didn't have enough carbohydrates so um people will under eat and then they also won't warm up properly and I'm kind of bad for this too once I start to get a little bit you know tired throughout the day you've got three events. Like I've warmed up two other times and did two events. And by that third event, I'm like, Oh, good Lord. I just want to get out there and get going. So it is important to make sure that, you know, you've got the muscles moving and activated and things like that before you go out there and, uh, hit a workout because yeah, 
that could be something too. So that is how I prepare for a CrossFit competition, kind of in a nutshell. There's a lot to it. That is like the Cliff's Notes version. But yeah, um, next question. What will be the next fitness and or nutrition fad? And any fads do I think are here to stay? I love the end part of that um, <laughs> that question because they say, are there any fads that are here to stay? Well, if they were not a fad, then they'd be here to stay. So I don't know. I don't think there are any fads that are going to be here to stay. And I know exactly where that question is going. People are wondering if the whole keto fad is here to stay. And I honestly do not think it is. Um, but that is for another podcast um, because I had somebody else ask another question about it later on. So I'll get into that more. But what will be the next fitness or nutrition fad? Oh my God, I couldn't even make a guess. I'm so eat healthy foods in moderation that I just kind of stick to my own game plan. That one that has been proven for all of these years to be the most effective, you know, that one. Um, I know it's not magic. It doesn't happen overnight, but it teaches people how to lose the weight and keep it off. So it kind of is like magic because they keep the weight off. Whereas I don't think anyone's ever done a fad diet and been like, that was definitely the diet for me because I was able to reach and maintain my goals. That's actually one of the questions that we go over on the consult. And it's like, have you been able to reach and maintain your goals? A lot of people are like, yeah, I've been able to reach them, but I haven't been able to maintain them. So no, that's why fads are fads because they are quick fixes. Um, they are, it's that feel good, you know, endorphin running through your veins when you hear that you get to eat endless amounts of bacon to be successful on your diet and lose weight. People want to hear that shit when, and then, you know what they don't care about? You know what? Eat a moderate amount of fruits and vegetables, meats, carbohydrates, you know, work a a treat into your day and you'll lose weight. There is nothing exciting or sexy about that. I never once said that you could eat a pound of butter and lose weight. Now that shit is what is going to get people's attention. <laughs> Not little old me over here who's, you know, been able to maintain her weight for how many years now and still eats some ice cream every day. You know what they want to hear from me? Eat ice cream every day and lose 30 pounds. That's going to be the next fad diet. It's like, for sure. Like, let's call that what I do. I eat ice cream every day and I lost 30 pounds. It's... Uh, yeah, I honestly can't tell you what it's going to be, but I can tell you what does work and what's maintainable. And if it's that I get to eat cake with my niece on her birthday and enjoy drinks with my friends on special occasions and, you know, have some tasty food in restaurants or when I'm traveling and things like that, I'm going to go with that one because... Do you know what my niece doesn't want to eat on her birthday? She doesn't want to eat a stick of butter instead of cake. Girl wants her cake. Auntie wants her cake too. 
just <laughs> I just sat and had cake um at my last niece's birthday I was like sitting on the counter obviously I'm gonna have a piece of it I just go over there and cut myself a piece off like work that moderation into my day I, I don't think I can talk the girls into changing you know theirs to a, an avocado cake I I don't think that they want their mom to fashion a bunch of avocados in the shape of um what are they into right now you know they're always into princesses who am I kidding but <laughs> minion they don't want a minion avocado cake <laughs> like I hope this is making you laugh because it's supposed to it's supposed to sound as ridiculous as I think this is so yeah you guys moderation key to everything no fat diets I'm going to stick with that forever because there's never a story that ended with, I tried this fad diet and I kept the weight off forever. It's like, it's not how it goes. Okay, this one's a good one. If you could go back in time one year, what advice would you give yourself? I really thought that the previous year to this, I learned a lot about myself and that, you know, I had put myself in a position where I had cut out things that were, you know, not helping me grow and things like that. But actually this year I learned so much again. Um, God, if I could tell myself anything. You know what? As much as I want to go and support people's businesses, they won't always come around and support yours. And that could be family and friends and things like that. And I read this little quote, it's like, there's a stranger out there supporting your business and wanting to see you do your best when there's a friend out there who isn't. And they are right. And I learned that this year. I was always the first one to support everybody's business. Um, God, like, it's actually like hurtful for me to say it out loud when it goes with friendship too. It's like you can only put out so much without, you know, people putting in the same amount of effort. And if there's one thing that I could tell, you know, future Ashlyn, it would have been, you got to do you. And you know what? You can't always sit there tiptoeing around everybody and trying to make sure that, you know, everything's always good with everybody else and then putting yourself behind it because I kind of did that a bit. And then I got myself into a position this year where I had no money and I either had to like get my shit together and get my name out there with my business or get a job, like go and work for somebody. And I can't even imagine if I would have done that. And Curtis and I look back because we had the conversation. Am I going to get a job? And, you know just do the sweat effect stuff part-time and see what happens with it. Or am I going to really try to make a go? Because I had no money and he was going to have to support me financially. And you guys are probably thinking, well, what's the big deal in that? Because I don't like being supported by somebody. I like making my own money and I like, I just like doing it. I was having a real hard time with it, but it was hard and I got to work and I made a go of it. And can you imagine if I didn't think of the people that I wouldn't have connected with this year? Think of the people who, you know, 
I wouldn't have got to be part of their lives and helped and God, it would have been so different. But the reason was I had to put myself first for once instead of I was still guilty for putting my for putting other people's best interests in front of my own. So that's what I would tell future Ashlyn. You're going to need to put yourself first and it's going to be okay. And you're going to think that it's hard. And then after it's not hard anymore, then you're going to realize you did the right thing and it's totally fine. And the other thing that I had to come to terms with this year was friendship is funny. Friendship is people spending time with the people that they spend the most time with. What I mean by that is you go to the gym, you see the people at the gym. What are you doing tonight? Yep, you guys all get together. And when I first moved, I saw all these people still getting together and nobody inviting me to things in the city and stuff like that. And it hurt me. And then I realized, well, it's not hurtful. It's like, I was just, they see each other all the time. So that's why they get together all the time. And then it really actually separated out who my actual friends were, who I liked spending time with and who, you know, we made the time to get together. And then the people who I was just getting together with out of convenience or things like that. And again, I would tell her, you can't get upset about this. I mean, I guess, I guess I could be upset about it, but it's not that nobody cared. That's what it felt like that nobody cared that I moved. It's just like, that's what people do. They hang out with the people that they're around the most. And I look back in life and it still doesn't mean that my best friends aren't my best friends. And they still hang out with other people that they see all the time. But I just moved out of the city and I have friends that I've had for how long am I now? Frick, 25, 20 years? 20 years. I've had the same friendships for. And, you know, they still hang out with people that they see all the time and we barely hang out. And sometimes we don't talk for months. Does it make us any less of friends? No, we're still good friends and I still love them and everything else. But yeah, it was like, I had to be okay with like, yeah, people are just going to still get together and hang out because it's still the same people that they see all the time. And I'm not a person that they see all the time. And it's okay. And I am totally okay with it. It was a really good, moving was great. I will tell you, it was the best for my business. It made me separate out, you know, good friends from crappy friends. And now I literally only... I'm in contact with the people who I love talking to. So there's none of that BS, you know, none of those in-betweener friends that you're kind of like, eh, well, they always get to come with us because they're always around when we're doing stuff. There's none of that anymore. So I get to, yeah, like see and spend time with the people that I want to. And that was a hard change for old past Ashlyn too. Current Ashlyn is totally fine with it. I don't want that to sound cold or anything like that, but it's honestly just a fact of life that I had to learn and had to be okay with that. Yeah, that's the way friendships work. And if you move, you'll find out who your real friends were and you'll find the ones who want to invest the same time in you that you invest in them. 
And the other ones you were probably just hanging out with because they were there. And it doesn't really matter that you don't hang out with them anymore. They weren't that good of a friend anyways. So that's actually my probably my favorite question out of all of these questions. So here's another good one, though. What are the highlights and challenges of being a fitness entrepreneur? Oh, highlights. God, there's too many. Um, I don't know. I honestly, I love what I do. And I used to get questions all the time, like, how do I do what I do? I don't know. I was just like, I got interested in CrossFit. And then I realized that, you know, I loved it and I wanted to share it with people and be in more people's lives. And because of that and my personality, it just, I just kind of grew and got out there in the community. And that is one of the highlights. It is knowing so many people in this community that I couldn't even fathom knowing. Like, I can't even imagine where I would be without being a fitness entrepreneur Um, because I wasn't, I was an entrepreneur in the past and I still didn't know as many people as I do know now. And don't get me wrong. I'm from a small town in Saskatchewan. So I know a lot of people because I don't know, that's just what small town Saskatchewan people do. I could be like in a foreign airport somewhere and run into somebody that I know from you know, Saskatchewan or Canada or whatever, but that is the beauty about the fitness entrepreneur, being a fitness entrepreneur is knowing so many people. And yeah, I don't know. I just love it. It's hard to explain. I'm so passionate about it. And it's such a big part of my life because you have to be if there's something that you're going to do and love, it has to be something that is a big part of your life. I couldn't imagine, and don't get me wrong, like I, I did really like being a mortgage broker, but I wasn't passionate about it. Like I met really great people and I loved the guys in the office. And that's actually one of the things that I miss. Oh God, those guys are, they're hilarious. If you guys ever need a mortgage you need to go to the mortgage group on Airport Drive in Saskatoon because they're seriously the bomb and <laughs> they're the best thing about the mortgage industry right there. But um, yeah, the challenges though, I don't know. Um, sometimes I just wish that I didn't have to be on social media. You're like, oh, that sounds terrible. I don't know. Like, there are days I wish I could just shut it all down, but I can't. It's like part of my business and that's how I reach new clients and meet new people and things like that. But yeah, that is definitely um, part of it. Um, people expect to be a part of my life. And don't get me wrong, I definitely don't mind that at all. But, and I'm a sharer anyways. Like, it's not like I just jumped on Instagram one day and like, decided to share it all with the world, but I don't know. There's no off to it, I guess. Um, but man, I love the people, the companies, the other companies that I connect with. I still am out there supporting other companies. Like I get messages from people all the time. It's like, Hey, like, you know, I have this product or whatever. Like, would you share it with you? If you like it, would you share it with your followers? For sure. I'll give it a shot. See if I like it. And yeah, if I do, I share stuff with people that don't get reached out to me. Today, I shared hair products that I liked. And it was like, 
that didn't have anything to do with anything, but I just like sharing good finds with people just like I like when people do for me too. So, um, yeah, that's, those are the highlights and the challenges, I guess. I don't know. I was very vague on that question. I feel like, um, I don't know. I have to be a good example, but even still I show people when, you know, I want to have a good time or whatever it is. So it's not like I have one life on social media and don't show you the real Ashlyn because that is definitely not the truth. You guys see it all. Um, yeah, I think that's about it, though. Uh, how has your life changed since you started your online business? Oh, man, I work from home all the time now. It is awesome. Um, my dogs love it. But I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, ask Curtis if I'm like, was I always as like, I know that I was always as weird as I was. <laughs> Am I weird? I mean, like, I just don't give a shit if, you know, people see me doing weird things or whatever. Somebody said to me the one time, like, oh, aren't you embarrassed that, you know, I don't know, that, you know, people saw that? I'm like, no, I don't give a shit. Like, I want people to laugh with me when I'm doing dumb things. I really don't care. Um, so yeah, that's, oh my God. And like, listen, right now I'm trying to record a freaking podcast in here and Kiefer is whining at the door. Talk about, you, you want, I'm going to, you guys don't hear this. Like, listen, to, like, listen to me. What? Yes. That's what happens when you have an online business. You start to get weird and stay at home with your dogs all the time. Just kidding. I have a very fulfilled life. But now I do feel like my dogs are more annoying and spoiled because they're at home with me all the time. Like, he sat out there whining outside the door because I had it shut and I was in here recording the podcast in my homey podcasting booth. It's ridiculous. I try not to be annoyed with him because I know he's old and he's going to die someday. But he's like this. Dear Lord Kiefer, gain some self-control, man. Um, yeah, life, how has it changed? I don't know. Yeah, I'm at home a lot, but I like it. Uh, Curtis works away. Uh, so I don't know. I get a lot of things done in the week that he's gone. And then when he's here, I, we try to spend time together and he's super helpful when, um, he's here and like, I'm in a super busy, you know, launch or something like that. So uh, but yeah, I kind of worked from home a lot when I was a mortgage broker anyway, so that never really changed anything. I'm trying to think, like, I don't know. I don't have to be as prepared with food and stuff because I just go into the fridge and eat the groceries. It's mm-hmm. not very exciting. Yeah, my schedule, I can just kind of make whatever I want with it. I'm sorry, I'm not helping very much with the answers to this question. Okay, the next one is best healthy boat snacks and drinks with or without alcohol. I actually wrote a uh, blog post about this, which apparently this is actually a friend of mine who I remember, I know whose question this was. Um, apparently you didn't read my blog post. It was called What's in My Snack? Did you know if you go to the sweateffect.com and then go to the tips blog, it's in the menu, you can search through all my um, old blog posts and recipes. So if you just type in a keyword, 
then you can search, I don't know, um, buffalo dip, and then my recipe for buffalo dip, or what's in my snack, and then that blog post will come up. But, yeah, in the boat, mm, chicha puffs, um, pretzel crisps, um, ooh, I like those Kellogg's Special K chip cracker things, those are pretty good. Um, I don't know, like, we, the boat is, like, pretty close to the house now, so we pack a lot less things. Like, it used to be, like, raw veggies and, you know, dip and things like that, too. Um, but, yeah, now it's less because, like, meh, we're on our snacks, we just go home, we just pull the boat up in front of the house. As far as drinks goes, I really like the sparkling ice and the fruit to o There's the Schweppes blood orange can drinks that are amazing. These are all the non-alcoholic ones first. Um, yeah, those would probably be my favorites. Rarely would we have like diet pop or anything in there, but I mean, that's not, not an option. And then for drinks, I'm a big lover of the Smirnoff light can drinks. Curtis really likes the Palm Bay light ones. And like they're, you know, the vodka sodas. And then there's those like nudes and neutrals, which are the vodka sodas as well. They're tasty. Any of those, yeah, vodka soda. My ones are the ones that have a little bit of sweet in them. He'll generally drink the ones that are more like a vodka soda or like a bubbly. Um, but, you know, San Pellegrino, any of those, that's what the kind that he likes. I just don't like the unsweetened one. I know, sweetener, it's bad for me. And I'm actually trying to get away from, um, like, aspartame and things like that. So, this next on the to-do list. Conquered making my bed every morning. Check. Now get away from drinking and using as much aspartame. <laughs> Life goals right there. Aha, let's see. What's the next one? Oh, next one I'm going to travel to. We are going to go out to BC this fall out to the island, out to Vancouver Island, and uh, stay out there for probably about a month. Curtis will still be working, so he'll fly back to work, um, and then I'll stay and work from there too and hang out with my friend who owns a gym there, uh, another friend who just had a baby and lives in Victoria, and I have another friend in Vancouver who we maybe want to go and do some surfing at Tofino and, yeah, just live the island life for a month. So that'll be October, and then after that, plans will be to go with our other friends back to Thailand for maybe a month, and um, yeah, and then I'll stay for maybe the whole month. Curtis will be there for, you know, his three weeks, because if he takes a week off, then he can have three off in a row, and then there was some talk of maybe Mexico in February, and I don't know if it's like rent a car and cruise around, that type of a thing. We really wanted to go... Uh, check out the Yucatan. So we'll have to see. I'd love to take the dogs with me, but I'm so nervous about flying and what would happen because I'm scared that they would be so, I don't know. You can send me a message on Instagram after you listen to this if you've traveled with your dogs. Let me know how it went or like, do I need to get the medication to calm them? I know I'll have to go to the vet and like get their vet records and everything checked out, but it's like, I'm just nervous, like, I think I would be able to carry, do the small carrier with Kiefer in it with me, and he'd be fine, he's always fine if he's near you, 
but Gracie would have to go on her own in the back. Maybe it's even just me that it's more nerve-wracking on than actually her, but I don't know. Tell me if you have any tips for me, but those are our next future travel plans besides me going to Vancouver in a few days here to compete at the Canvas Games. So when you're listening to this, hopefully I did well. Yay, go team. You'll sure hear all about it if you are on the Instagram. Uh, okay, this one freaking I included just because he didn't think I would. What will you cover your new arm tattoo with? Yes, I'm in the process of getting a sleeve right now. And the guy that I used to work with laughed at me because when I was young and dumb and got a million little tiny ugly tattoos, I ended up covering them up with like these beautiful art pieces afterwards. Um, So now he always, whenever I get a new piece, he's like, oh, what are you going to cover that up with? So I just said I would cover this up with a solid black sleeve in the future. So there. That's not true. My new sleeve is coming along beautifully. It's just a black and white sleeve, and I cannot wait until it's done. It's actually only going to be a three-quarter sleeve for now. Somebody was like, would you ever consider getting the other arm done? I was like, I don't even have this one done. I don't think that I would, but you can never say never. I'm that person with all the tattoos. I like to think that they're classy. Some people probably hate them. My mom, she's hit or miss with them I don't know what she's gonna say to me about this sleeve she hasn't seen it yet but hopefully you love it Sheila (laughs) okay and the last question is have you tried or recommended anyone to do fasting or a keto diet and I actually think this is the perfect place to leave the podcast because I actually have a special guest in mind who had decided that they would come on And I just need to set it up and we are going to talk everything fitness and nutrition. Um, They're also a nutrition coach, not in this province, in another one, Um, but we have the same beliefs. So I think that is going to be a super fun uh, podcast. And she's an athlete, like a, a really good athlete herself. So I love sitting down and talking with other people in the nutrition business because, yeah, not anyone... I feel is someone's competition because there's that's not how it works. I definitely feel like people learn from each other and things like that. So I want to hear what she has to say on that question specifically. So don't think that I'm leaving you hanging if you were the person who asked that question because there is going to be a whole podcast um, and I find this girl super funny too so I think that it will be a very entertaining episode so stay tuned for that one and yeah that's where I'm gonna leave you hanging today gang so if you enjoyed the episode all I ask is that you screenshot it and share it on your Instagram story or feed to show your love this way the show can continue to grow and expand its listeners taking the time to share it with your followers will totally keep it thriving Head over to my Instagram page at sweat underscore effect for all my insights, experiences, and daily doses of goodness. And until next time, keep on having fun and keeping fit.